This week's episode is brought to you by Campaign Refinery, an amazing new email marketing automation tool. Look, in the world of digital marketing, there's a lot to keep track of. We all know this. As much as we're in love with social media and the power of social conversation here at Social Link and on the All About Digital Marketing podcast, we are well aware at just how powerful email marketing can be. Email marketing is not dead. In fact, it's never been more important to help you leverage your presence everywhere else into the one channel that you'll own, regardless of what changes Facebook, Twitter, or any other platform makes in the future. I've known the founder, Travis Ketchum, for years, and he's been a past guest on the podcast, episode 15, if you want to listen to it. I've personally used his other products before, and they've been fantastic. The amount of thought that he's put into each and every one of what he's created has been incredible. I'd highly encourage you to try their free 14-day trial at campaignrefinery.com to see what world-class email marketing automation can do for you and your business. Massive thank you to Travis and Campaign Refinery for their support of the All About Digital Marketing show. Welcome to the All About Digital Marketing podcast. The show all about digital marketing, digital marketing, digital marketing, digital marketing. Brought to you by Socialink, a digital marketing agency specializing in social media and content marketing for brave brands and forward-thinking SMEs. I'm your host, Chris Bruno, and as always, we're here to bring you the most actionable tips, tricks, tools, and insights to help you achieve more when it comes to your digital marketing. Subscribe to the show and be sure to share with a friend if you found something useful or interesting. You can find all the show notes and more information on www.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk. Hi, everybody. We're back. Thank you so much to everyone for giving us this little bit of time over the last week, 10 days, where we have taken a little bit of a break. We've gone away, we've reassessed, we've been working behind the scenes very hard to make sure that we can get back into the flow of things. 2021 has not been without its challenges, and I know I'm not alone in feeling that way. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone. Uh, We did get a couple of messages as well to say, don't worry about it and good luck. So really appreciate that. Thank you, everyone. Today, we're going to jump right back in, and this is going to be the first in a new sort of mini series of episodes. There'll be a couple of episodes that are all interlinked, two or three, and we're going to be talking about one specific thing. It's all about graphics and image posts for your social media content. And what I want to do is break this down into, like I said, a mini series of sorts. But the idea is, is to start today by talking about what kind of graphics and we can do, what sort of things that we can post. And then I want to move into the tools, how to create them and how to make that simple, really easy process for you to be able to do uh, in some future episodes. So fingers crossed, you'll really enjoy this. Fingers crossed, this will be helpful. What I would suggest to everybody is if you want to have the full experience, obviously this is a podcast primarily, so I'm going to do everything I can to talk in detail about what I'm using, how I'm doing it. But in the coming episodes, we will be talking a little bit about the actual platforms or ways that you can create these things easily. And I'll be doing that with screen shares. So please head over to our YouTube channel. It's just all about digital marketing as well. There's a link down below and subscribe to that so that you can see our next episodes, which will have straight up hands-on guides and ways of doing things. 
So without further ado, let's have a look at it. So today I want to talk about five types of posts that you can create. I'm trying to keep this easy because I don't want to overly complicate anything. And I want to make sure that this is stuff that you can create today, right now, if you wanted to, or at least something that you don't need to gain a skill set, gain a new program, gain a new anything else. I just want this to be something that you can say, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create these five types of posts. And that's what my goal is for this. Um, Let's have a look. So why do we use graphic content? Really simple. 95% of people are sat on their sofa and they are doing this. As they scroll, 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 what happens is they're not really paying attention to anything. So we refer to this a lot internally and with our clients as being an attention war. If you imagine that the average person doesn't have just one screen, I have my computer screen, I have this, I have an iPad, I have a television, like a lot of us do. So we're in multi, multi-screen world and to try and grab somebody's attention whilst they are watching TV, have an iPad open where they're playing a game and their phone's just beeped to give them an update, it becomes remarkably hard. So when we have text updates that are long, arduous, or that just, you know, are really going to only appeal to a very small selection of people, we can break that flow and break into that content with imagery that is a bit more striking, that's a bit more visual, and that helps people kind of go, wow, okay, cool, I want to look at that. And they'll stop scrolling, even if it's just for that microsecond. Even better, if we can get them to scroll back up to see what it was that they just saw and caught their eye, that's a win. And we can do that a lot and we can do that easily with imagery and graphic posts. But most people sit there and will say things to me like, for example, I can't use Photoshop or I don't know how to design. That's fine. You know, to start with, what we're trying to do is find ways to represent something that you already have or something that's easy to represent as a graphical post. And I think that's the key for this. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm not saying that you have to go away and design a a3 infographic with thousands of moving parts or anything else. We're trying to keep this simple. So if you're just going to use text, how can we make that look better? If we're just going to use a picture, how can we make sure that we're using the right picture? These are some of the things that I am going to go through in the coming next two episodes that will form part of this mini series. And hopefully we will have this whole mini series available in one page so that you can catch up on it or check it out with the videos that will have some insight internally of as to how we're going to be using these different platforms to be able to create this. But today let's focus on what can we create? So what's what are five examples of graphic posts that you can create and I think are very easy to create? Well, let's start with the first one, quote graphics. Let's face it, every single one of us listening to this at some point has stopped to read a quote and we've done it because it came up on a feed or because someone that we know and we already follow uh, shared it and we thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. And there's probably even a big enough chance that we've reshared or we have engaged with a quote graphic in the past. So how can we use quote graphics as small business owners? Well, instead of just putting up the very big quotes and, you know, quoting Edison as to, you know, how many ways there are not to make a light bulb, that has its place as well, by the way. But what we want to try and do is make it super relevant to you. So for example, have you ever created a blog article? If you have, the chances are you've already written your opinions on certain valuable key points. So how about taking a quote out of your blog article, having that as a post with your name or whoever wrote the blog article as your main, if it's a member of your team, as your 
author of the quote and making that into a visual element that can be shared on social media, but also more importantly, can then link back to a particular call to action, i.e. if you want to find out more, you can read our blog. Now, this is a simple way of doing it. A lot of people sort of go, yeah, but my my words and, you know, everything that I write, is that worthy of a quote or anything else? It is. If you're publishing content, it is because it's a short clip and a short meaningful phrase from that blog that is enough to entice someone and let them decide whether or not they want to go from seeing the post to reading the blog. That's all we're trying to do here. We're trying to find new ways to catch people's attention and get them to do the thing that we want, i.e. we want more readers to our blog. So that's one way. And I think these are really powerful, really easy to make because you've already done the hard work. Coming up with the bulk of the content, you can then create something fairly simple. And I'm not going to go into too much detail on how to create it, but you can create that fairly simply using your brand color schemes, throw in a logo, get the text together, that's it done. You've got an image ready to share on social media and it's super relevant to a particular end goal. Here's another one. What about your company? Why? Now, if any of you have listened to any of these episodes before, you will know that I I always end up coming back to the why uh, and it comes up a lot internally for us as a business. It also comes in uh, a huge amount when we have conversations with clients. Simon Sinek wrote the book, Start With Why. It's a fantastic read. And if you're a small business owner, I recommend you read it. I recommend picking up a copy, find a copy and just dig in. You might not understand everything at first in the sense of why am I bothering to do this? But I can assure you that understanding your key values and your mission and being able to define that really simply is not only going to help you with your marketing and your messaging and everything else, but it's actually going to help you with everything because it allows you to have a set of benchmarks whereby you know If we're not moving towards what my mission is, what my why is, then I'm not going to do it. So the beauty of having this is your mission, your why, your values, all of those things can be created into visuals as well. Now, you're probably thinking I talked about graphic posts earlier, and now all he's doing is talking about how you can put words into a graphics post. That is part of this. I'm afraid it just is the way it is. But the idea of it is, is by having your why, you know, social link, We want to put the social back into social media, keeps it clean, clear and understandable by anyone who sees that post to know exactly what we're about. What we're trying to do with our social media and what everyone should be trying to do with our social media is to build a community. We want to find like minded people to come together to form part of this with us. And we also want to detract. That's the wrong word. We want to dissuade other people from joining us if they don't agree with our values. If people believe that social media is about, you know, paying bots to to click like buttons and to, to share so that it looks like we're doing great, that's not who we are. That's not what we do. That's not what we want to do. So we're okay by saying we're all about the social back into social media, because for us, that's the key. The way that we build communities is by us getting involved and talking with other people. So that's something that's really big. So we can take our why, our mission, our vision, our values, whatever it might be as part of that. And we can create those as, again, very simple graphic images. And I will go into more detail on how you can create these in the next episode. But for now, start to get that content created and you'll see that it'll come in really useful. Number three, what's your core product or your core service that you offer? 
Now, again, we're talking about graphics. So I am trying to bring this back to something that's really important for your baseline of your marketing anyways. 90% of us as business owners start with one thing in mind, and this is what we're going to do. And invariably, we realize that we need to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And actually, we end up with kind of a suite of offerings, or we've ended up with five products instead of the one product that we started with or anything else. Also true, we have the 80-20 rule. And it will probably show you that 20% of your products bring in about 80% of your revenues. And that, to me, is something that's really important. For us at Social Inc., our revenue, core revenue, comes from digital marketing, monthly digital marketing retainers, whereby we help companies to build their online offering and their digital marketing. So as a result, we want to talk about that product and we want to talk about that a lot. So how can we use that same example and turn that into a graphics post, for example? Well, you know, what is it that you do? What's the pain point that you solve for a potential client? These little things are so simple and more often than not, completely overlooked. The challenge for most people is that we want to talk about some shiny new tool or an an event that we're going to, or we used to go to events. We're not allowed to go to events anymore. But the idea is that actually come back to the basics. What's your core offering? Why is it a good option for someone? How does it help people? What pain point does it solve for, for your clients currently? And those sorts of information can be created into graphical form super easily. And there's one thing I'm going to talk about at the very end of this, but I won't go into too much detail, but that's about using stock photography if you don't have imagery. But as you know, on this show, I talk about it enough. You have the best asset you will ever own in your pocket right now, your iPhone or your smartphone. Chances are this is more than good enough to take photos for you. And actually, it means that you could also just use photos that you have taken yourself of your products, of your clients, of your office, of what you're doing, of your manufacturing, whatever. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. These systems are still applicable to you and to what you actually do as a business. So core products and services help people to understand why those are useful and why they should find out more about those. Number four. Social proof. This is a big one. Everyone knows that we should be asking our clients for reviews, for testimonials. Now, whether that's on Facebook, on Google, on Trustpilot, there's too many options. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Even if you get it as a LinkedIn recommendation, that to me counts. Anyone who has taken the time and effort to give you a review or a testimonial means that they care enough to actually give you their feedback. What we do with that feedback 90% of the time is leave it. We let it sit there and we just forget about it and we don't really do anything with it. So what can we do differently? Well, one of the easiest things to do is to take that quote and to turn it into a graphic post, something that stands out. If somebody gave you a five-star review, five stars, there's the actual information and what they said about the product. We thought you guys were amazing. Best coffee I ever tried. Uh, Great financial services advice, whatever it might be. But we can create that into something that, again, using our brand colors, what we do, our logo, we can make sure that as people are flicking oh, five gold stars on a blue background, for example, that's what what's this about? What's five stars about? We're trying to find ways that allow our community, the people that are already engaged with us and other people that might be discovering us to see that we are actually good people, right? We are a good business. We're helping other people. We have at least one example of a client who loves what we do. Here's proof. And these little things help. 
So we call that social proof. And I think these are really important. If you don't currently have any of these, by the way, and this is my little side tangent for, for this point, if you don't have any of these, it's time to ask. If you have any clients who are currently paying you or have paid you in the last six months, you need to ask them how they found your service. What did they like? What didn't they like? And again, make it as simple and as easy a conversation as you can have. Don't take anything they say personally. Everyone is entitled to their own view, but you're going to learn a lot by talking to your clients and saying what's working, what's not, what do you like, what don't you? Because by the way, if they bought from you because they liked X, now you know one of the ways to help you sell to the next person that you meet. You'll find that a lot of the problems that you solve for your clients, your existing clients, will be problems that you could solve for other people as well. So it's a great learning experience. It can be turned into a great marketing tool by using these social media proof, uh, social proofs and testimonials as posts. And I think it's a great way to help you just mix things up and share a little bit that's not from your voice personally, but actually it's from a third party. Even better, if you know these people, when you do tag them, or sorry, when you do post these posts on LinkedIn and Facebook or whatever else, if you can tag the person to show that it's real, even better. That's a fantastic way for other people to realize that this isn't just a fake testimonial or a fake review. This is actually a human being from a company that you've been working with or that you have actually worked with uh, in the past. So those are really simple steps. Number five, upcoming news, releases, updates. What are you working on? Now, again, how do we put this into a a graphical post? Well, super simple. Again, we're going to bring out our trusty Swiss army knife of the digital world, our mobile phone, and we're going to start planning these things out. So the chances are, if you're working on a new update for your business, a new product for your business, a new service that you're going to be offering or a new updated version of that service, the chances are you're doing some sort of planning. You'll be creating new presentations or you'll be videoing new content for a course or whatever it might be. It might just be your desk space is cluttered with loads of imagery of what you're trying to sort out. That's fine. But that allows us again grab our phone, take a snap of something specific to that new product, to that update, to what's coming next, and to be able to share a little bit of that. It's a little bit behind the scenes, but it's also about this is what's coming next. So what are we trying to do by that? Well, we're trying to do something that catches people's attention. Wow, this is interesting. There's a big presentation up or there's a lot of paperwork. What's going on in this photo? And then to be able to get that message across. So we're currently designing or so close to finishing our new course on, or we have a whole new series of videos coming out for you next week, or this is our latest product that's going to help people X to Y. We can take all of that and we can use that in a graphical form with a nice picture. Again, we can use some wording to help it stand out. And that's another way to use graphical images and to help you solidify that engagement and that relationship with your community. People kind of like the whole, what happens behind the scenes? What are you working on now? People like to be in the loop. They like to be the first to be able to tell somebody else that, oh yeah, John's doing a new course. That's great. So all of these things I think are really, really important. Now, as I said, the idea of this episode is to start off this mini series. And the idea of the mini series is to help you get some ideas together. That's what we've looked after today, some types of posts and what you can do. And as we go through this mini series, I'm going to also get into the slightly more granular level of how you can create them super easily, 
quickly, even cheaply, freely, without necessarily needing to spend money on softwares or anything else. But I want to keep going on this subject. So it'd be really important to me, or I'd really appreciate it, if you could let me know what you think of this, if you can help me with any questions you might have or anything like that, so that as these episodes come out, I can address these points and I can make sure that we bring as much value as possible in this little new mini series. Again, thank you to everyone for the messages or anything else over the course of the last... 10 days, two weeks where we've taken this little break. Uh, It's been fantastic for us to be able to refocus, re-energize and to come back, hopefully bigger, better, stronger, as they say. Um, And we're really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things properly as from today. So thank you, everyone. Make sure that you've checked out the YouTube link so that you can get the video versions of what's coming up next. It will help you because there will be exact ways to create this stuff online, which I think is a fantastic tool. And in the meantime, thank you so much to everyone. We look forward to seeing you again and catch up soon. Take care, everyone. The All About Digital Marketing podcast is brought to you by Social Inc., a distributed digital marketing agency specialized in delivering results through online campaigns. Whether it's content marketing, social media marketing, online advertising, or web design, we've got you covered from strategy through to delivery. If you're struggling with your digital marketing, get in touch today by simply visiting www.socialinc.co.